The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Measure Success Podcast, where we feature top leaders on how they measure success in their business and life. Now, let's learn from their experiences. Carl J. Cox here. I'm the host of the Measure Success Podcast, where I talk with top leaders about effective strategies that inspire success. And this episode is brought to you by 40 Strategy. At 40 Strategy, it was created to help small and medium-sized businesses, CEOs, and entrepreneurs to envision a new future that they're capable of hitting, but more importantly, helping them design a plan and get it done. So go to 40strategy.com to learn more. We just recently announced that we have joined the Profit First community to help entrepreneurs manage their financials to help them reach their cash flow goals faster. To learn more about Profit First, go to ProfitFirstProfessionals.com. And Profit First was inspired by Mike Michalowicz, whose mission is to eradicate entrepreneurial poverty. A shout out to Mike, who was on the Measure Success podcast back in episode 64. And that leads us to this current episode, which is episode 69. So we're going to flip the script, so to speak. And today we won't have a guest. I'm the guest. I'll be leading this conversation and we'll be doing this from time to time to make sure we have these critical topics that impact the ability for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs to properly measure success in their business and life. So these ones are tended to be a little bit shorter. Um, think TED Talk, short and sweet, 18 minutes or less where you can listen on your way to, let's say, going to the gas station and paying $100 at the gas pump. Ooh, uh, sorry about that. Or maybe a better idea is to actually go walk or jog a few miles so you don't have to pay for gas. Um, so anyways, whatever you're doing, you know, you could just listen on your way. And what all of a sudden this $5 Starbucks seems a little bit cheaper than it used to. And you could go back to your house and enjoy the Measure Success podcast. So anyways, welcome to today's episode. And this one's called Putting the K Back in KPIs, the top three reasons why companies do not measure the right goals. So if you happen to be watching on YouTube today, you can look back at the whiteboard and you'll see the title here says, Putting the K Back in KPIs. So what is this K and why is the K backwards? And, and so if you notice on that, the backwards, so a backwards K in baseball indicates that there is a strikeout, but it is a, something called a called strikeout. So there's two basic types of strikeouts. First is a regular K, which is a capital K that's written forward. And, and with that, it's somebody who actually, when a pitch comes, they swing at the pitch, they miss, and that's called a strikeout. And so you have a big K on it. But if the pitch goes past and the batter doesn't swing at it, that is a backwards K. So what happens is that the batter is spending so much time watching the ball go all the way into the mitt and focusing on the mitt, and then they strike out. And 
Interestingly enough, that's how many KPIs are. It's already happened. And we never had a chance to swing at the pitch because we're so focused on looking at, at the ball and the catcher's mitt. Where What we really should be focused on is how the pitch came to us so we can hit the ball. So that's what's happening to leaders today. They are striking out because they don't fully understand how to utilize the right KPI. So we're going to go into a little bit of a definition, and at least this is from um, Alexandra Twin and Margaret James of Investopedia. And what they said is, what are key, key performance indicators? And this is their definition they have. Key performance indicators refer to a set of quantifiable measurements used to gauge a company's overall long-term performance. KPIs specifically help determine a company's strategic financial and operational achievements, especially compared to those of other businesses within the same sector. So what are some examples of a KPI? Okay, annual sales is an example. Perhaps it's your gross margin, meaning how much money do you make after you sell something after the cost? That's where your gross margin is. Perhaps it's your net profit. How much do you make after all of your operational expenses? That could be a net profit. You could also have non-financial measures as well. So some of these examples could be, for example, like customer retention of year over year, how many of your customers you're keeping and how many of them are you actually losing? Perhaps it's product returns of how many products you ship out to a customer, how many get returned or rejected back and that you might have to refurbish to sell again or you might not be able to sell it at all. So we're gonna now focus now on these top three things of why the number one reason is they're not key, okay? They're not critical type of key indicators that we need to focus on. The problem that we have all the time with numbers is there's no shortage of numbers. And I know this having an accounting background is that there's this tendency of, hey, let's, let's go ahead and put more and more KPIs in the business because it's gonna help us measure and understand exactly what's taking place and what we need to do with it. It's common to hear recommendations from experts that say, okay, not only should we have with each strategic goal, we should have one to three KPIs for each strategic goal. So if we have a simple strategic plan, a very simple one, we might have 10 primary goals and let's say 40 sub goals. This means we'll have a total of 50 goals. And then according to some of the experts, that means we should have 50 to 150 KPIs. And this is just measuring the strategic plan, which is theoretically supposed to be working on the business to improve it. And then you're also going to have individual department level goals. You're going to have individual goals. And it's easy to see that all of a sudden we're tracking up to 200 goals or more with a small to medium-sized business. What's important is that we understand what are the most critical outcomes that you're trying to achieve in a specific time period for a company. So at the highest level of an organization, this should really should be closer to three to five outcomes. And everyone throughout the organization should recognize those efforts that they need to do to help reach those outcomes. So once again, how we can help get to be more critical with this is make sure that we have key indicators that have between three to five, once again, three to five outcomes with an organization, okay? So we wanna, again, for them to be more key, 
we need to have fewer, fewer that we focus on. Not saying we don't have 200, but at the highest level and all the way down, everybody needs to be aware of these three to five outcomes that we're trying to focus on. But we also need to focus on the actions that will increase our performance to reach those outcomes, which leads us to the second reason KPIs typically fail is that we're typically so focused on the outcome, we don't realize what it takes to actually reach them. For example, let's say we want to increase our sales 20% year over year. So in this basic example, we want to go from $10 million to $12 million. That's a 20% increase. So a tendency for us as managers and leaders, we're going to keep on checking that sales indicator every single month. Oh, hey, are we, are we doing better? Have we improved? Are we getting closer to that $12 million every single month? And, and they, so they wait for the end of the month. And depending on the accounting system that they have um, or the people that are operating it, they may not know, they may know immediately after the month, or it may take up to 10 days or longer to find out the results. It's already hit. This is sort of like looking once again at the baseball in the catcher's mitt and finding out it's already passed. So what's the problem with this? What is the problem of measuring what's already happened to see if we've already gotten there? Well, it's, it's rear view management. We cannot do anything about the, the ball that's in the mitt. It's already a backwards K, it's already a strikeout. So to help reach your performance and to improve it, we need to work on the things that you actually are able to move the dial with. So let's look back to sales. What are the things that we could do to help move this, move the dial? Well, we can make sales calls perhaps. Or perhaps on the marketing side, we can help do ad campaigns, perhaps go to provide discounts or more common what's happening today with inflation is we're raising our pricing. All of these things, if we have the same amount of units, is we have the ability to be able to discounts might help attract more people to come, raising prices with the same amount as we're going to get more sales, making more sales calls theoretically should help give the opportunity for more people to be interested in buying the products and services that we're selling. All of these type of actions are considered leading indicators or actions that can actually have a positive impact on the outcome. Now, rarely is it one silver bullet. I think this is one of the biggest challenges of, oh, we do this one thing and it's going to have all the outcome differences that would take place. Sometimes it is, but rarely is that the case. So for any one period, you should focus on one to two, maybe three, but generally one to two key leading indicators for each outcome. And then you could try to see if it's actually moving the dial. So sometimes today we might have an something that might have an incremental impact months or not years from now. For, so let's take an example of what this might look like. We might be thinking, okay, we want to once again increase our sales by 20% this year. So we think we're going to have to hire three salespeople. We think there's three salespeople going to help increase our sales by $2 million. So this is our leading indicator. This is the, the action that we're having. And I'm writing this down on the board now. It's our, our key leading indicator. Right? And so we're focused on this. And, and so we, we hire these three salespeople, but what is the challenge of when you come to hire a salesperson? Well, especially in today's environment, it might take three, six months 
to actually end up bringing on somebody on board who's going to fit your culture and be the right quality characteristics to help help you out. And so let's say you have that, you have you bring the person that's three to six months, you bring them on board and they're hired. But how long is it going to actually take for them to bring incremental sales, not sales that's already within the business that's coming from recurring customers or from um, accounts that perhaps another salesperson had that because they took over some territory. No, we want to find out what incremental actions that they do to actually what the reality is a salesperson typically takes three to six months just to get up to speed. And then it might be a year or longer, two years, three years before they come really good at your business at selling what you need. So let's go back to was the action for hiring three salespeople to increase our sales by $2 million actually going to have an impact on this year's sales? Well, in these examples I brought up, and of course, every business is different, but in this particular example that we described, most likely not. Those three salespeople may have an impact, but they might not have an impact to year two and year three. And so we have to learn to measure that, what they're actually incrementally going to have them make a difference. And so when we do that and we actually track and understand those differences, then we can once again, make the right actions for them once again, the impact for this year or for next year. So that's a great long-term strategy, but not necessarily a good short-term strategy to increase those $2 million in sales for this year. So we have to have the light, the right leading indicator that's gonna have an impact and we have to recognize too, is it going to have an impact in the short term or the long term? So be aware, aware of how those different actions are going to have an impact on the lean and indicator. So once again, first issue we brought up is we have to have key outcomes we're focused on, three to five outcomes. Okay, that's number number one. Number two, the second part is focusing on the leading indicator parts are the actions what should we having. So for each leading indicator, we want to have a few measurements. And so when we talk about the leading indicators, the number of leading indicators we should have, maybe we have a few leading indicators we're focused on, let's say three to five. And so in total, somewhere between six and 10, four to 10, you know, it shouldn't be that many total indicators we're focused on on the entire company perspective. Okay. I actually recommend often fewer the better. Um, so you can really focus to make sure to see if those particular actions are going to actually have a positive impact. So those are the type of things I want you to think about, recognize as you go to and look at how do you make your key KPIs more significant, more valuable, more understanding of what's actually taking place. The third thing we actually have to look at is, is whether you can see it and measure it, okay? So this is on the I side, KPI. And one of the things we like to talk about here is how, how do you illuminate these particular goals so we can actually understand it? Okay, even though it's an indicator, we wanna make sure we can see it and actually taking place. And so everybody in the organization, what happens often is we have all these 200 numbers, they're focused on the outcomes, 
And then we can't see what the most important things are. We want to illuminate and focus on just the six to 10 things. The problem is sometimes the most important indicator is not something that you're actually tracking today. Um, had an experience one time in a school district where they were focused on this outcome of actually increasing the number of students that they had because it was a charter school. And in this particular example, we're talking with the leadership team, they kept on focusing on the lagging indicator. Okay, this is the end result. This is the end result. We need an increased number of students. And so we continue to track and measure the number of students each year, of course. That wasn't necessarily the reason why things were increasing or not increasing. So we took it to the next level and said, okay, how could we, how can we do something that you're actually going to have control over and understand that's going to have an improvement? And through these discussions, I said, oh, well, we actually know the number of applications. So perhaps this is a leading indicator. So then I asked them, well, do you control the number of applications that are happening? And it was no. We, we don't, we do control that. I said, well, that's probably not I, in, in discussion. Do you think that's really the best indicator for this, this organization? And then after this, the light kind of went on and one of the key uh, people within the organization, they said, you know, I believe it's actually our tours, our campus visits. When somebody comes and does a campus visit, they get the opportunity to meet all the most important people in the organization. They get to see whether they fit into the culture well. And when I did my handshake with that prospective student at the end of the day, I knew whether the right person or not that should be joining the organization. And almost always when we had the right fit, they almost always ended up coming in. So then I asked them the key question, do you measure campus visits? And the answer to that was no. This is one of the most Fascinating things with KPIs is often the most important KPIs are not the things that are being tracked in your typical systems. It's not in your accounting systems. It's not in your CRM systems. It's um, not in your operating systems. It's the most, but it's the most critical actions that's potentially leading to as to why somebody might buy or why somebody might go to your school or why somebody might. Um, do something that's participating in the organization that you're with. Why do I donate money to you if you're a not-for-profit organization? What is the one thing? What is the key thing? And in this case, it was campus visits. So we need to illuminate and then start measuring these, these, these items that are, once again, non, they're non, in this case, non-financial. but they have an absolutely significant impact as the actually outcome to the results of what's actually gonna happen and take place. This is how we know uh, we found something often that's really good. And so we need to illuminate and track and start measuring that on a regular basis because this might end up being one of our most important leading indicators and key indicators for your organization. Once again, this could be different for every single different organization that we have. So in, in summary, what I want you to focus on when you think about your KPIs and how we can have it, how we can get that K straight. And so we could be swinging at the ball as opposed to watching it go back to the mid is number one, let's make it focus on only three to five outcomes. 
with, with each organization for a specific period of time. So three to five. So fewer is better in, in this. Um, even though you might have 200, focus on the three to five from the top of the level all the way down throughout the organization. Number two, half, if not two thirds or even more, sometimes I like to say 80% of the KPIs that you're focused on are the ones that you actually have an impact or control the outcome. Okay, we want to focus on those actions. Once again, this comes to the examples of we want to hire a salesperson. Okay, these are actions that we want to make sales calls. That's more near term. Um, we want to make sure that we're doing the right campus visit tours. And then we have the experiences of that being incredible and awesome. And we want to measure that and see how it's taking place. Okay. Those are those leading indicators, and we want to focus on the short and the long term. And then the third thing is we need to illuminate and we need to show it on a consistent basis and, and measure those things that perhaps we're not measuring on a regular basis. So key financials, leading indicators, and then illuminate and measure those things that might not be in your core systems on a regular basis. Those are the type of things that are going to help you straighten up that K and make sure that you're focused and swinging the fences so you can help make sure that you are hitting it out of the park with your organization on a regular basis. So this is, love this conversation about KPIs. Uh, this is something that I speak about on a regular basis. And I, I always like with, with all of our guests, since we don't have a guest today, a book, if you wanna to read to have a little bit more information understanding is, is a really fun one, uh, Measure What Matters by John Doerr. Um, he's, he worked for Intel for many years. He's been with a part of a lot of venture startups. Uh, KPIs is something that kind of became a little bit popular with um, companies like Google. They started attracting and doing OKRs as a concept, uh, objectives and key results. They're all the same thing. What I mean by that is setting a goal, and then measuring the key things that matter that can have an impact in the outcome. And this is ultimately what helps drive to your organization to having more success with that. So with that, that completes our short and sweet uh, message today on what are the top three things that can change the way. And so you can put the K back in your KPIs. Thank you so much for listening. And we're wishing you the very best at measuring success have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Measure Success Podcast. We'll see you again next time to learn from the best. Remember to subscribe now to get future episodes.